Self-Love How to Love Yourself Again by Ayan Farwar Self-love is not about being selfish or having self-admiration. It's about letting go of your self-critical beliefs so you can recognize your personal qualities. And once you recognize these qualities, you know your worth and can love yourself naturally. Hi, this is Ayan Farvahar. I'm glad you're here. This channel is about self-realization and honoring a life purpose and meaning. If you're interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. Your support is the foundation of this channel and encourages me to create more content in the future. Today, we want to focus on self-love and why learning to love yourself is essential to your personal transformation. Self-love is not about being selfish, having self-admiration, or feeling superior to others. It's about realizing your worth and appreciating your individuality. Self-love is a part of our nature because we can notice it in children before they are conditioned to become adults. Children are playful, inspired, and feel alive. They constantly look for chances to express their individuality and creativity. They can be that way because they value and love themselves. They love themselves naturally because they don't have as many judgmental or self-critical views as we adults do. We adults used to be that way too, but have forgotten that. This is because as we grew up becoming adults, we were gradually conditioned by our environment and experiences. We started developing negative and self-critical beliefs about ourselves. We forgot to be playful, be inspired, and feel alive. We forgot to love ourselves. Self-love is essential to your well-being and personal transformation. Because without it, your view of yourself may never be as positive or trusting to help you believe in yourself, or be inspired to pursue what you want or deserve in life. Loving yourself also transforms the love that you have for others and make it more genuine and less conditional. But for the reasons explained here, self-love requires a deeper level of self-awareness, awareness of your self-critical views. The goal of this presentation is to help you notice these views so you can overcome them and learn to love yourself again. More specifically, we cover the following topics. Understanding why self-love is essential to our personal transformation. Noticing how our self-critical beliefs prevent us from loving ourselves. And developing self-love by transforming our self-critical beliefs. Let's go over these. Understanding why self-love is essential to our personal transformation. Self-love is essential to your personal transformation 
Because when you love yourself, you also respect yourself and know your value as an individual. And because of that, are always open to bring positive changes to your life. Stating it differently, when you love yourself and know your worth, you care about your aspirations. This motivates you to change the undesirable conditions and relationships in your life. On the flip side, when you don't love yourself, you don't value yourself either and would not be motivated to pursue what you want. Because deep inside, you may believe you don't deserve what you want or may not even trust yourself enough to pursue it. It's hard to fully trust yourself if you don't love yourself. In a way, self-love and self-trust are deeply intertwined and one without the other cannot exist in a true sense. Self-love is essential to your personal transformation because without it, it would be hard to trust yourself and bring positive changes to your life, even if you believe you truly deserve that. Noticing how our self-critical beliefs prevent us from loving ourselves. What prevents us from loving ourselves are a set of beliefs. These beliefs are usually self-doubting or self-critical in nature and are formed through our difficult experiences in the past. Experiences that brought about feelings of shame, blame or guilt. Feelings of shame, blame or guilt, either toward ourselves or others, lead to self-loathing, hate or anger, all of which are life-denying, preventing us from seeing the good in ourselves and others. Let's focus more on how our self-critical views are formed. We humans tend to attach moral meanings to our experiences, especially the painful ones. Unfortunately, in most cases, these meanings are self-shaming, self-blaming, or self-critical in nature. We tend to attach meaning to our painful experiences because that helps us understand why they happened. We cannot stand living with open questions and must understand why we experienced something. For example, if I experience a break in a loving relationship, I may try to justify it by developing a self-critical belief, such as believing that I was not good enough or was not worthy of that love. This self-critical belief helps me justify and come to terms with what happened, even if that belief is not fair. Similarly, if I did not receive enough parental love growing up, I may justify that by believing that I was a bad child and not lovable. My belief may not be fair, but helps me understand why I did not receive parental love and accept that. The key point here is that we have been conditioned by our painful experiences and tend to internalize a set of self-critical beliefs so we can justify and come to terms with them. Let's go over a few more examples and see how our self-critical beliefs can prevent us from loving ourselves. 
For example, it would be hard for me to love myself. If I'm not happy with my look, my intelligence, or my personality, and have self-loathing views, for example, believing that there is nothing special about me. If I don't have good friends, and because of that believe I may not be a good person, because otherwise I would have had good friends. If I did not receive unconditional parental love growing up to realize my worth as who I am. If I happen to carry some shame or guilt for my past mistakes or blame myself for hurting people who cared about me and because of that believe I'm a bad person and don't deserve to be loved by anyone. Or if I've been betrayed and hurt before in a loving relationship and either believe I'm not lovable or view love as a source of vulnerability and emotional pain. These are a handful of examples of self-critical beliefs that prevent me from loving myself. As you see, such beliefs usually go back to painful experiences in our past and the meaning we chose to give to those experiences in order to understand them. This is the most important point in this presentation, realizing that we humans have a desire to understand the reason behind our painful experiences, and to do that, we give these experiences a meaning, a meaning that usually leads to a self-critical or self-loathing belief. If you reflect on some of your self-critical beliefs, you may notice how they're linked to your difficult experiences in the past and the meaning you chose to give to those experiences in order to come to terms with them and move on. This level of self-awareness helps you realize that your self-critical beliefs were only a mean to justify what happened to you in the past and they may not truly represent who you are as a person. Maybe it's time to notice and let go of your negative and self-critical beliefs, so you can honor and love yourself as the person you truly are or want to be. Developing self-love by transforming our self-critical beliefs. I hope by now you realize that self-love is not about forcing to love yourself, but rather liberating yourself from your self-critical beliefs. These beliefs are attached to your past experiences, many of them out of your control, and because of that, have no merits to define who you truly are as a person or take away the life you deserve to live. So I want to invite you to reevaluate those beliefs and start recognizing the unique and authentic person that you are or can be. I want to invite you to turn your attention away from things that are missing in you so you can notice the unique qualities that are already present in your individuality, qualities that help you see the good in you qualities that best represent who you really are. If you already love yourself, 
and know your worth. List all the personal qualities that you admire in you and continue to express them in your way of life. If you don't love yourself, list the beliefs that prevent you from that. If you still have self-critical views, especially carrying some shame, blame, or guilt, notice where they came from. Challenge them. Blame, shame, or guilt are burdens you carry, even if they once seemed justified. They drain your life energy and distract you from seeing yourself in positive light. They're like heavy chains on your feet, chains that prevent you from being lighter and live your most meaningful life. So, if you feel shame because of the things that you believe are not perfect about you, for example, your look, your intelligence, and so on, realize that these are also things that make you unique and authentic. It's easier to find this in nature. There are many animals and plants in nature, each with different look and features. Is it really fair to compare them against each other? Can we even point to any imperfection in any animal or plant? Probably not, because they are all unique, authentic, and beautiful in their own way. This diversity and uniqueness is what makes nature so perfect and beautiful. Similarly, we are all a part of humanity as a whole, each with own uniqueness, authenticity, and personal qualities. So we need to realize that, and instead of comparing ourselves with others, notice the uniqueness and authentic qualities we each bring to humanity as a whole. If you blame yourself or others for things that happened, consider letting go of that blame. You can do that when you reflect back and notice how much you have learned about yourself because of the things that happened. For example, if you were misunderstood or treated unfairly by others, notice how those experiences have helped you become someone who is more considerate, understanding and fair. Our worst experiences, as painful as they may be, are also experiences that teach us how not to be. The best healers are those who also had the most painful experiences and were wounded the most by them. Only those who experienced pain can be compassionate to those who are in pain. Remember that every experience has life-affirming value if you only choose to look for that value. Blaming yourself or others is a burden you carry. It drains your life energy, irrespective of whether that blame were justified or not. If you carry some guilt because of the mistakes you made in the past, make efforts to let go of that by forgiving yourself. This becomes easier if you pledge to do your best not to repeat it. Mistakes are a part of life, but carrying a sense of guilt that emerges from them is a burden that is life-denying 
and prevents you from seeing the good in you or doing more good. So if you notice you carry some guilt for what you did or did not do in the past, learn to let go of it. For example, if you hurt someone in the past and feel guilty because of that, make a pledge to be kinder to others around you going forward. We humans are eternally connected as one. So as long as we make up for our mistakes in our relationships with others, there is no reason to hold on to any guilt we may carry from the past, because we are correcting it now by bringing our best to humanity. Karmic energies and burdens are not always between two people and can be settled collectively through giving back to humanity as a whole. In closing, I hope you have found this presentation useful. Remember that we all have an innate capacity to love ourselves. We lose that capacity by developing self-critical beliefs and carrying shame, blame or guilt. Maybe it's time to reflect on that and let go of these life-denying burdens so we can love ourselves again and become the best person we can be. Only when we are open to love ourselves again, we can love others too and reach a state of universal love that connects us all together. If you have found this presentation useful, please like and share it with your like-minded friends. Please subscribe to my channel and share your thoughts and comments. For more information about myself and my life mentorship practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Blessings.